It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. edition. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by the boss man, Alex Baker. Alex, how are you this week? Doing good, man. Uh, This week, uh, it's really interesting because we're not seeing any one player really stand out as aggressively a great player like we have in previous weeks. So I think uh, strategy will be a huge part of uh, the contest this week. What what are you making of it? I'm... Slowly but surely waiting for the NFL season to end. Unfortunately, there's nothing on the horizon. We just need to get through it. I just want basketball back. I'm not going to lie. I want basketball back. Yeah, I miss it, I, I miss I, it already. It's nice being able to play every day with basketball, but we got we got Counter-Strike. We got League of Legends. You know, it's not over. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. As everybody gets in the door, don't be afraid. Hit that like button. That is old school as far as I'm concerned. We're going to get the likes no matter what. I know that that's the case. Hit the subscribe button. We want you to subscribe to the channel. That That is the new most important thing for us, so we would like to see you do it. Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. We have a ton of content every single day. We're like a TV station at this point, but if you know, TV in 2020 where nobody cares about TV in particular. Uh, we've already had two shows today. Uh, ben and Julian had the betting show. Uh, Jason Floyd and Adam Scher had the MLB strategy show just before us. We've got two more shows coming up after us. One at noon with Matt Kajeski and Kyle Dvorak doing uh, fantasy football start sit for this Sunday. And then MLB live before lock later tonight. I have one yeah. question for, I don't have too much review stuff for today. And I, I made some changes for what we're going to do. Well, we're going to do the same thing we normally do. We're going to build some lineups, but we're going to get there a little bit differently. But I have one question for you. I was looking at showdown for last night. And first thing I did was pull up your exposures. Uh, you were quite heavy on defense last night in the captain spot. 38% Giants captain, 33% Eagles captain. Is there something specific you were seeing for 70% defense captains last night? Well, that was all of the pricing. Like one way you can make a unique lineup is you could take uh, take some salary off the board and uh use 47k out of 50k the other way was you pick a captain that other people don't have defense has been really stinking this year at captain so i just figured public would be off it and from a salary perspective i thought they were the most likely of all the four to five k or under plays to to be the highest scoring and i was banking on that being enough a significant part of the time I liked it. It immediately stood out and I was like, okay, this is something that I'm going to need to look at a little bit further. Because <laughs> there's, 
That is so big of a stand that I know that I need. I mean, when I post my showdown videos and I have ever mentioned the possibility of playing a defense in the captain spot, uh, I am not met with a lot of confidence in the comments. <laughs> a lot of oh, defenses only win the showdown whatever percent of the time. That's a terrible... It's like, look, I'm not... I agree that this is probably like a 5% outcome, but if the public is at 1%, that's appealing. It's all relative, folks. But yeah, well, I saw that and I was I was very curious if you had uh, anything specific that was leading you to defense last night. Uh, we have you took down a like a dual kicker showdown last year, didn't you? For something pretty big. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I think. But yeah, I had uh I didn't chat them anyways because no one likes the kickers that time. I did like Graham Gano last night, not as much a captain because kicker, uh, they don't have as much variance as defense because they can't get the touchdowns. But I, uh, that is another position that people tend to underutilize. Yeah, I've uh, been relatively heavy at kicker at the very least at utility. Um, I did have quite a bit of Gano slash Elliott last night. Watching Elliott miss a 28-yard field goal was not ideal. Um, I was ready to lose my mind early last night. Ultimately, it didn't matter for me one way or the other, so I'll take it. Uh, just a not fun game. I watched the first half, and at that point, I was more than happy to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were some good plays at the end of the game, but not exciting teams for yeah. the most part. I went to the box tour and started scrolling through because, you know, I go to bed and I, I wake up having no idea whether or not I made uh-huh. money or how how the slate went. And I start scrolling and I was like, oh, okay, Wayne Gallman touchdown definitely didn't go well <laughs> for me there. And then I got my troll TDs of Boston Scott and I can't remember who scored the other late touchdown. Um, Boston Scott and oh, Greg Ward needed both of them yeah. so i was very happy that those things happened i could have really used that daniel jones rushing touchdown but apparently he just tripped over the paint on the field tough one, <laughs> tough one. dude that was wild yeah that, i think we're gonna be seeing that highlight for a long time oh just so embarrassing so embarrassing to be uh, like i mean he is a elite level athlete like even as a quarterback you know, not necessarily like the the biggest athlete on the field, but in the grand scheme of things, the guy that should be able to run in a straight line without falling over didn't get there last night. <laughs> no, he he did not. <laughs> not ideal. Not ideal. Okay, I'm going to hit on free content for today, and then I'm going to announce what we're doing for the rest of this show. Free content. NFL lineup builder. You guys have seen us use the lineup builder each week on this show, weeks one through six. Good news for you. If you want to use that tool today, it is free. Can't beat it. Head to Osmo.com, go to the lineup builder, and you can build lineups along with us. MLB projections are free today. Game three of the World Series kicking off later tonight. Um, So you can get the goods from the boss man for uh, projections for that. And MMA projections, we have been filling out a lot more MMA content as of late. MMA Pro Plays made their de- debut last weekend, already updated for this week. It's the picks from me, uh, Alex, uh, Steve, Jason Floyd, Pete the Heat Rogers. I feel like I'm missing somebody, but oh, and uh, uh, Mark Stein too as well. So we've got everybody's picks. They're all in one table. You can see where everybody is leaning. I think it's a great tool. You guys should go check that out. But MMA projections free today if you're getting ready for uh, Khabib and Justin Gaethje tomorrow. 
now it's time. So we used this tool a little bit during the NBA 2K Sims. We're going to bring it back here right now. I have the wheel on the screen. FanDuel GPP, DraftKings GPP, FanDuel Cash, and DraftKings Cash. We are going to spin the wheel, and that will determine <laughs> the type of lineup that we are going to build today. And I assume we'll have enough time. It'll pull out whatever we did. We'll spin <laughs> this bad boy again, and we'll do a third one. A second one. Awesome. I like it. Instead of me trying to remember what we did the week before, ultimately forgetting and having you remind me, we're bringing back the wheel. Had to happen. <laughs> so we are about to spin the wheel. The type of lineup that we will be building is... Uh, DraftKings GPP wins. We are building <laughs> a GPP lineup. Time to dive in. I have got our lineup builder pulled up already. Again, this is free for today. You guys can come <laughs> and use this tool right now along with us. Going to sort DraftKings. Going to pick the main <laughs> slate. Going to hop on over to awesomeo.com. Go to Alex's big board. So we can get all the rankings in front of us. It's going to be a good one, boss. Oh, get top stacks <laughs> tool, I assume, is updated as well. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Top stacks open. Big board. Open. Now it's time. So as I look at the NFL top stacks tool, this is the DraftKings page. Two highest probabilities of being the top stack. The Arizona Cardinals at 10.7% which are still on the main slate, correct? That That's the one that moved, and it's not going anywhere for us. Uh, yeah. They, they have an extra game now. I got to go back and uh, add that in. For right now, this will serve its purpose. Kansas City over Denver, uh, both of those stacks showing up as better top stacks than the QB ownership percentage. Seattle on the opposite side of that, even better. I see a lot of really nice potential value spots at the top. Is there something that stands out most to you for this week as we try to build a GPP lineup? Um. Well, I noticed right off the bat that this week you got a lot of good options. So, I mean, Seattle versus Arizona, you know, that game could have huge fireworks. But then you look at the QB salary, 8K for Russell Wilson. I mean, that's top dollar. That's like as much as like a stud flex player so that makes it really tough to go there i always find there's a lot of advantage in spending down at qb but man like you go down the list and it's like maybe joe burrow but the top stack percentage is so low so i guess um i maybe i i guess teddy bridgewater could be my top one based on this tool right now because the ownership's not super high. The, the salary is low, and the top stack percentage is pretty good. Yeah, top stack odds of, let's just say, 8%. QB ownership, 4 So right out of the gate looks great. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves is 5800 so we're not worried about price all that much. And uh, I don't know about you, but there are certainly options on the Saints side that work for a run back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas just got ruled out, so we might... Have another Kamara week. There we go. So, All right, I, sorry, I, I might misreported that. Uh, he, uh, there was someone that was saying he's unlikely to play. 
let's go ahead and put uh, Teddy Two Gloves in. And just from what I'm seeing, we have two main options, either Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore. Uh, but the first question I want to ask you is more of a, a general construction uh, theory. What are your thoughts on using Mike Davis with Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, Davis, obviously, generally speaking, heavily involved in the pass game, maybe not so much in week six, but you expect him to get at least some work in the passing game. Do you have any thoughts as using Mike Davis in the running back spot as a stack with Bridgewater? Well, my general rule of thumb is that those players uh, like Mike Davis, who maybe gets 30 to 40 yards of receiving a game, they're they're like fine to pair with the quarterback. And a lot of times I'll have a running back with quarterback because you're really hoping that team just puts up a ton of points. Uh, but I think that uh, you're better off with the receivers that you're not paying for a lot of the rushing production. So Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore definitely would be my top options to stack with Bridgewater. Okay. Do you like them both in this scenario, or are we looking to grab one of the two? They're similarly owned. They're relatively similarly projected relative to salary. They're only separated by $400. Are you trying to pick between them, or do we want to go and grab them both and make a pretty heavy game stack? I like getting them both, yeah. I, I think that uh versus the saints like given that this game is the one to pick you're going to need a ton of production i don't even mind like not picking any saints player because uh with uh carolina being uh pretty big dogs in this game like if the saints just go out there and have an average day carolina still projects to pass a good amount so i think that uh Maybe if we get both Anderson and Moore, then we run it back with maybe Manny Sanders or, or Kamara. Um, Kamara is going to be a top play now uh, that Michael Thomas has ruled out. So that would probably be the chalk build. Okay. Should we let the wheel decide if we go Anderson and Moore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that doesn't uh, sound like a bad idea. Okay. Well, I'm going to duplicate the wheel. We'll let the wheel decide. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put three options in there. One is Anderson solo. One is more solo. Third option is both. All right. Awesome. So, wheel on the screen and the spin is on. This is, this is clearly how you, you can build the best lineups uh, is by random randomizing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And the wheel decides we should go for both. I like it in this particular case for what we're doing just because of how close Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore are. Uh, you have them separated by two points. Anderson slightly more expensive, similar ownership. There's not a lot to differentiate those two in an individual Panther stack, at least to me. Um, so I like the idea of bringing the wheel in, making it a little bit more fun. Because now that we have our base, which is now Bridgewater, Anderson, Moore, I think that allows us to make a better plan moving forward. So now we do have this three-man Panther stack. Who do you want to bring back with the Saints? Well, I think that uh, Kamara at 7,900, like if we are projecting uh, Bridgewater to go out and throw three, four touchdowns, you got to think Kamara uh, will be heavily involved. 
So I think that Kamara makes a really nice uh, run back. But that being said, Manuel Sanders will be a lot lower owned. And uh, with Michael Thomas out, he's been targeted a decent amount. Alrighty, Kamara it is. So we've got four guys in now, Bridgewater, Kamara, Anderson, and more. We've got 24,700 remaining, 49.40 per spot. So probably a little north of 5K, considering one of them will be a defense. Yeah, that's uh, not a lot of money. Not, no, yeah, we, we paid up for a couple of stud players. So we're going to have to dig uh, for some uh, some value plays. First value play that I see is running back 5K, Antonio Gibson. Um, he ranks 11th on your big board. That's the cheapest of anybody in the top 15. Is that a direction you want to go? Next next cheapest guy I see is 4,100 for Valdez Scantling, uh, 4,900 for Justin Jackson. Any obvious spots that we could save some money? Yeah, like uh, I like Antonio Gibson. Like uh, they got a great match of Dallas, who on the defensive side has been pretty miserable. Um, so I think that Antonio Gibson at five K that seems like a price that's just kind of like how did they come up with that? It seems way too low. Let's get Gibson in there for the football team. <laughs> All right, so uh, now we've got 19.7 for a wide receiver, a tight end, and a flex. Let's just see what tight end looks like this week. Because last week was kind of rough. And this week, got Kelsey and Waller as your two top options. And then Hunter Henry, 4,500. He ranks 23rd overall on your big board. Chargers get a date with Jacksonville, a team that is less than stellar. Is Hunter Henry just the guy that we should go to here? Yeah, I mean, 4,500, that's solid. I think uh, Darren Waller, he's been pretty good, but his price is up to 6,100, so we don't have the money for him or Kelsey. <clears throat> uh, or Kittle, really, 6,500. So, uh, yeah, like Hunter Henry. Perfect. So now we need a wide wide out flex and defense, and we've got fifteen thousand to do it. Fifteen two, if we're going to be very specific, it's getting a little bit better. We're going to have enough to fill out wide receiver and flex, and it's it's not all that bad because defense is clearly not going to be all that expensive. Um, anything you want to get out of the way right out of the gate, wide receiver and flex. Well, uh, <clears throat> if we want a really big value play, uh, some of my favorites have been these Patriots receivers. Damian Bird is 3,800, so he, he stands out as maybe a dirt cheap play. Um, just kind of going through the list uh, of games here. So MVS, uh, 4,100. That seems like a huge misprice because, um, <clears throat> I mean, he's – First, I mean, Packers passing has been really good, and the Texans' defense is really, really bad. So if, uh, I think he'd be a really solid play. I like it. Died in here. Ball this Scantling in. That leaves us flex and defense, 11,100. We could pretty much play anybody at flex. Do we want to just lock in our defense so that we know where we're going? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Go into your big board. 
sorting by defense probably want to save some salary if we can but we don't have to worry about it too much number one ranked defense for you this week is the cowboys but we already have antonio gibson so probably not going to be going that direction next up the cleveland browns against cincinnati 2800 we could also go to someone like washington which would be fine against dallas uh the eagles obviously already played are, are you fine with going with the browns or are you looking a little bit further down something like the lions at 2200 Oh, yeah, the Browns versus Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow will be pretty popular this week, so you can get some leverage uh, just based on how the pricing is set up. Lock them in. Browns D. That leaves us 8,300 for the flex spot. That's more than I was expecting when we first started this. Yeah, I mean, we can get pretty much anyone then. Yeah, and we'll have the ability to make some upgrades if we really need to. Well, Devontae Adams, I mean, he busted pretty hard. We do have MVS, so I wouldn't put him in this lineup uh, because you might want Aaron Rodgers at QB in that case. Um, he's really the only guy that that fits in that price range, though. So we might have to make some tweaks. Yeah, I think we're going to be able to upgrade uh, pretty easily here. <laughs> and depending on the wide receiver we take... I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we can spend up a little bit higher than Hunter Henry. Um, just looking at it, you know, 7K for Diggs, he's seventh. That would allow, that would give us an extra $1,300 to upgrade off of Henry or Valdez Scantling. He seems like like the best combination of price and ranking for you. Yeah, I think uh, Diggs, uh, let's see. He he went out and had an average week, so maybe the ownership won't be quite as high as it would otherwise. But overall, the season uh, really strong so far. They are facing the Jets, so you got to worry about the passing volume. But also, the Jets are terrible. So as a one-off, I think he's pretty solid. So I put him in. Our value ranking is greater than ninety percent. Prairie ranking fifty to sixty, so it's already pretty nice. And we, solid, have, yeah. and we have $1,300 left. Now, I don't Damn. believe this is a scenario where we need to leave $1,300 on the table. So mm. we have more than a few options. We can get to any wide receiver, 5400 or below. We can get to any tight end, 5800 or below. But 5400 would be the wideout cutoff to replace Valdez Scantling. In terms uh, of line, yeah. Fulgham already played, so we don't really have a wide receiver that we can upgrade, actually. Well, I mean, uh, the big board ranking takes into account salaries, so we can find a 5K player that, that's a little bit higher projected than uh, MVS. Okay. So we got 5,400 scrolling through our list. Boyd and T. Higgins, I mean, that's just overpriced. We got the defense anyway. Brandon Cooks, uh, I mean, 5,200 seems like a lot. One option, we could go to Manny Sanders, and that uh, kind of fits into our game stack. So I think that would be a good option. Sanders, let's do it. We look like <clears throat> after we do that. So let's, let's take out MVS, grab Manny Sanders. Or 
Are we okay with that onslaught? Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Like, we, we have uh, advantage here because Michael Thomas is out. The Saints offense will be a little bit more concentrated. And we we're, we're playing for this game to be a blowout because we got uh, the two wide receivers – or, sorry, not blowout, a uh, – a, a shootout. Uh, so, I think that having uh, Kamara and Sanders, who can both get it done receiving – that that should be pretty solid hundred dollars remaining value ranking greater than 90 percent contrarian ranking 60 to 70 i think we just built a gem for DraftKings gpp <laughs> just one comment real quick like obviously you gotta get the most updated ownership i need to update this as soon as the show's over but camara and sanders should get higher ownership now that thomas is out okay so obviously, um, like it's tougher building lineups on Friday, yeah. but this is one solid. Yeah, uh, worst case scenario, um, e- even with Kamara and Sanders picking up additional ownership, that contrarian ranking isn't going to go from 60, 70 to zero, it's 30, yeah. 30, 40 at best. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, For sure. Pretty nice lineup. Um, I mean, that's what you're trying to do. For those of you uh, that are looking at our lineup builder for the first time. Again, it's free for today. The I don't know the shorthand, the 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 quick look at it. If you're trying to build a GPP lineup, your 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 goal is to have both of these numbers add up to over a hundred. That is a quick you know back of the napkin quick look, and clearly these numbers add up to significantly more than a hundred. I like it a lot. It's a good good lineup for a GPP. Yeah, I think it's really solid. Right about the midway point, so I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about a little bit of an active promo that we have. This one's up my alley. Champions League. And this ends today, I believe, the 23rd. If you use the promo code Champions League, one big word, so no space in between champions and league, you can get our Awesome Plus weekly soccer pass. Bucks. Two bucks. You cannot beat that. That's thirty less than 30 cents a day. If you want to check out what we have to offer for our soccer product, use that promo code Champions League. One big word. Get our awesome soccer pass for dollars for the week. And even better, we've got a giveaway for game three of the World Series. Go check out the pinned tweet at awesome underscore com. You need to predict how many strikeouts Walker Bueller will have tonight. There will be instructions in that pinned tweet. You're going to have to respond to the tweet and like it and follow Awesomeo MLB and Awesomeo underscore com. We'll randomly select a winner of everybody that gets it right. You win. What can you win? Ooh, incredible. A year of Awesomeo plus MLB. That is an incredible value. You'll get it for 365 days. Another full year. Awesomeo plus MLB. That value is awesome, and all you have to do is just respond to a tweet. That's easy. No work on your end. You're going to be watching that baseball game anyway. You have access to Alex's projections for today as well. You can get a a little bit of a baseline, try to figure out where you need to go. So go to awesomeo underscore com. That is our Twitter account. And join our giveaway. I'm excited. Do you know why? Uh, Is it because of the World Series? 
No, it's because the wheel is about to decide our next lineup. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. I'm also going to run our ownership update here. So we hopefully we can get that in, in 10 minutes here. Okay. Um, <coughs> yep. Uh, we can go back. Let's go ahead and uh, grab a screenshot of the lineup we built. Maybe we can go back and build that again on the ownership update. See if awesome. there's any changes to it. But for now... It is time to let the wheel decide <laughs> what will be the second lineup that we build today. Uh, I like it. Actually, that was supposed to remove one of these things, but if it lands on DraftKings GBB, we're just not going to do it. Perfect. That worked out perfectly. FanDuel Cash coming up. <laughs> That's the perfect spread. The wheel is just picking what we would have picked anyway. It's just, it was meant to be. Probably, probably. Make sure you guys get your FanDuel cash lineups in. Uh, they will be paying out probably by Friday of the following week. Um, I'm going to switch over to the FanDuel big board. Switch over to FanDuel projections. And first and foremost, wow. One, Devontae Adams is expensive, but he is your number one play of the day. But we're going to need to look at a little bit at ownership, too. So let me pull that up as well. You can get to all these links through awesomeo.com. Is there a natural first spot you want to go to in a FanDuel cash lineup? Um, well, FanDuel cash. So it's, I'd probably go to uh, maybe a, uh, a mid-range guy that can kind of fit in any lineup. So uh, let's see. Jarek McKinnon. Without Raheem Moster, he got a really big workload. Pretty game script proof because uh, New England is, uh, I mean, uh, he gets it done in receiving and rushing. So he's he's an interesting option that I think he's just a little bit mispriced. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> on the same page there. He is picking up some ownership as well. Good value option, makes things work. I see no reason to go a different direction. Jerk McKinnon, first man in, FanDuel Cash. I'm trying to look through now, see who else stands out. Um, in your number two guy on the FanDuel big board, Kareem Hunt, 7,100, matchup against Cincinnati. Is that a direction you want to go? How are you feeling about Kareem Hunt? Yeah, I mean, you got all of the matchup, uh, and there's no Nick Chubb. Hunt's been getting a really big workload, so I think Hunt's really solid. Excellent. Two men in. Um, floor is yours. Be like for FanDuel Cash this week. Um, so Devontae Adams, like I'm kind of uh, I'm looking at this game. Green Bay is only a four point favorite over Houston. Like, how is that even possible? Um, given how Houston has played, Houston seems to be the team that the uh money loves but they've just been absolutely doing terribly but that being said if this line is remotely accurate it should get even more accurate throughout the week uh Devontae Adams really stands out as being uh from the t team with the highest team total on the slate and also spread that's not too crazy really good this week that one's gonna sting when he busts <laughs> <laughs> oh the funny thing is like 
Well, this is cash, so it doesn't really matter too much, but people might be hesitant to go back to the well on Green Bay given they absolutely put up a stinker on Sunday last week. Do you care at all about having Aaron Rodgers with him? In cash, like, you know, I, I think if Aaron Rodgers was some really amazing play this week on FanDuel, uh, no problem at all. But he is 8,100. Uh, let me – it. It does look like he is the highest rated QB. The general rule is, um, so if you have the stack that increases the variance of your lineup and that diminishes the advantage you have over other people in projection by a little bit, but not a lot. So if we feel like Aaron Rodgers is by far the best play and it looks like he is because He's higher ranked, and the other guys are more expensive. Uh, so I would put Aaron Rodgers in here. Okay. We have six k, a little over six k remaining. Sixty one hundred per player. Two wideouts, a tight end, flex, and defense. We're gonna need some value somewhere. That much I can tell you. Um, okay. Filtering down just to wide receiver to see if there's any obvious value spots that we can go to. One of them would have been Valdez Scantling. I don't think we're going to be going that particular direction right now. Um, $6,400 Robbie Anderson is your number four on your big board for FanDuel. Uh, doesn't really have much of a tie to anything in our lineup currently. That seems to be like a decent play. Yeah, I think uh, Robbie Anderson... I have no idea how he he's still cheap because he's been having a phenomenal season. So, I mean, it's hard not to just slam him in cash. Four spots, 6K a spot, $24,000 remaining. Obviously, defense still one of them. So we need a wide out, a tight end, and a flex. We're, hit, we're hitting every spot. Is there an obvious tight end cash option for this week? Um, I, Doesn't look well, like it. It's going to be hard to pick an obvious tight end this week because you got Kelsey, uh, Kittle, and Waller all on the slate. Yeah. Um, but you said we need someone cheap, so Hunter Henry fits the bill for that. Or uh, Darren Waller is a little bit of a uh, cheaper option than Kittle. But let's see. San Francisco is projected for 21 points. Vegas is projected for 25 some of the edge goes to uh, Waller. Hi, uh, Darren. On the slate. What's up? Uh, oh, uh, no, they okay. moved that game off the slate. That's right, my bad. So uh, that was going to be the 4 p.m. game, and now it's. Oh, sorry. Wait. No, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. It was going to be the night game, but it's yeah. not anymore. Right. So uh, there's a possibility they add it to the slate, but it's not on there right now. Uh, right, so sorry, yeah, Aaron Waller. <laughs> my bad. Uh, let's. Uh, maybe we just put in Henry then. Okay. It's possible we end up with enough money to be able to upgrade off of him too. So, uh, yeah. wide out and flex plus a defense, just north of six k per spot remaining. Do you have a preference for the flex? On FanDuel, uh, do you generally lean more running back wide out, or is it all fully just ended? I think running back is generally a little safer than wide receiver uh, 
because they get touchdowns more frequently. And uh, on FanDuel, they weigh that a lot heavier. So going with a running back makes sense. Uh, there are, like, a lot of different options here. So it might be hard to pick, pick one. This be another spot for Antonio Gibson, some of the, somebody we had in our GPP lineup on DraftKings. Yeah, I think uh, he's solid. Match versus Dallas, you got to look. So he, he'd be someone I feel pretty com- confident in cash. Okay. So we need a defense and a wide out. We have 12-5 left. Um, so we might have enough money to upgrade off of Hunter Henry and get a wide out in there. My guess is that we should lock down our defense first. Let that ship sail. Nice. Cowboys at the top, not going to be using. Eagles are second on your big board. Obviously, they played yesterday. And we know how much you liked Eagles defense yesterday. <laughs> well, uh, why are we glossing over Cowboys defense? I mean, this is cash, right? And You don't, you don't uh, mind having Antonio Gibson on the opposite side of that? No, uh, because in cash, I mean, like, if – uh these two should be negatively correlated which isn't really a disadvantage in cash so uh 3700 is real cheap and kyle allen he's he's thrown a pick or two in his day so i think there's definitely a lot of potential even though dallas's defense kind of stinks i like it which gives us eighty eight hundred dollars to spend on a wideout um that's not too shabby nice i mean that's Anybody that we want, except for DeAndre Hopkins at 9K. And I don't think that's who who we were going to. So uh, the floor is yours. So we got 8,900. 8,900. 8,800, sorry. So it might be tough, though, really. Pick the perfect player. So we might have to make some swaps. Uh, I think Hunter Henry would be the natural one if we wanted to go up to Kelsey or Kittle. Yeah, I think if we go to uh, probably Kittle. Let's see. The matchup for Kittle is a lot harder, so I might spend all the way up to Kelsey. Uh, but there's a significant price difference there. Drop Kelsey and see what. The, if we go to Kelsey, that's sixty-seven hundred for the wideout spot. Not, that should, that's not fine. Or that's not bad at all. That should give us a lot of options, yeah. $6,600 DJ Moore for the Robbie Anderson DJ Moore stack again. We can go that direction. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, that's the direction I feel confident in because uh, there's really not any correlation between wide receivers on the same team. Uh, the correlation is with the quarterback in each one. So uh, it actually almost helps a little bit because – uh, when one of them is not getting targeted, the other is. Aaron Rodgers, Jarek McKinnon, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Travis Kelsey, Antonio Gibson, Cowboys defense. That leaves us $100. Value ranking, greater than 90%. Contrarian ranking, 20 to 30%. Now, this could look a little bit different on, uh, on an update of ownership. I'm curious... Is that a problem to you for a cash game? No, I mean, we're really just looking at the overall projection, really. So 142, that's pretty solid. Um, looking back at it, it looks like Kamara, he's like super expensive on FanDuel, but he stands out as kind of like the safest running back option. So 
if we like tweaked, maybe we'd try out some lines with him um, as a spend up instead of some of the other guys. What happened? If I remove, if I go back to Hunter Henry, take out Kareem Hunt, that leaves us enough money to go to Alvin Kamara. 9,300 on the dot. But in this case, and I think this would change, still greater than 90% value ranking, 50 to 60% contrarian, only 140.5 in the fantasy point. So it seems like we made it, that that would be the step a step backwards for us in this particular lineup. Okay. Well, that, that's, uh, that feels good because um, Kamara is a pretty a scary fade in cash. <clears throat> I don't really know where else we would be able to get him in if we wanted to. Trying to see if any spot immediately stands out. We're just we're spending so much on Adams, Rogers, and Kamara, and I mean Kelsey in this case, but Kelsey would go away uh, otherwise. It's hard to build a cash lineup with Rogers, Kamara, and Devonte Adams. You're going to be taking a lot of steps back at every other position. For sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now, I think we did a pretty good job. I agree. I agree. Chat. We do a good job. If we did, reward us by hitting that like button. 330 concurrent viewers in here, only 89 likes. That's not enough. Let's go ahead and bump that number north of 100 and subscribe to the channel while you get a chance. That helps us out a ton. Love when you guys subscribe to the channel. Anything else I need to touch on? Covered the shows, covered the free content, covered the promo, covered the giveaway. Hitting everything. Build <laughs> I think we could we could bully people for some more likes. Uh, that's fine by me. You know I like <laughs> guys hit that well, thumbs up. We gotta get that north of a hundred, man. Uh, well, if you don't hit that thumbs up, you know you're not even gonna cash this week. It's gonna be a really sad week seven. So make sure to hit that thumbs up so you get some good luck on your side. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go to YouTube on my phone. <laughs> I would like to cash this week. <laughs> Mute us quickly. Close. Thumbs up. All right, now we're good. I can cash this week. We're, we're fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> good move. You know, like, uh, it would have been a bad week otherwise. I'm holding you to this. I and If I don't, don't cash, I expect to get that on a paycheck on the way back. <laughs> is this like a, um, is this, so is this like a free roll for me right now if we don't cash you cover this uh yeah i think that's how it works alex fleming says do some fanduel crunches want to look through any crunches is there anything we could do there that would be appealing sure yeah we can run maybe a gpp crunch because we did the cash line already all right so i'm gonna pull up fantasy cruncher for fanduel Good, good shout out, Alex Fleming. So we got about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so before we get out of here. Uh, looks like I'm not logged in, even though I'm logged in. Or maybe I am logged in. Who knows? Try this again. NFL. NFL. Fantasy Cruncher. FanDuel. All right, we're good. So I'm going to sort down to the 11 game slate. If you were going to do what, what is the first thing that you would want to do opening up FanDuel or opening up fantasy cruncher to this FanDuel slate? 
Well, I would click advanced options and, and set uh, uniques, randomness, and stacking. Okay. I'm going to take a stab at what you want to set these things to. You let me know All if right. I'm close enough. I'm going to move uniques to three. So far, so good? Yep. Three is just enough so that you don't beat yourself. Uh, I'm going to set randomness. Now, keep in mind, this is old randomness. Prefer me to use old or new? Oh, let's use the classic randomness because uh, a lot of folks out there probably use that. Fantastic. And I don't have FC Pro on my Awesomeo FC account, so I was going to switch <laughs> the screen either way. Uh, I'm guessing this one will be relatively low, something because uh, the extremes of old <laughs> randomness much bigger than the extremes of new yeah. randomness. I would say like between 25 and 30 uh, is is a solid baseline. 27.5 uh, it is. All right, <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, that, but, that, that uh, feels, um, that's a pretty big number. Uh, any reasoning for that? Well, it just like gives us a little bit more options when we look at our lineups and of course we're not going to play every single lineup we generate so it will just give us more diversity in, in what we're looking at righty three uniques 27 and a half percent randomness is there anything else you want to set position stacks in particular um well also position stack so uh let's require at least one wide receiver or tight end with our quarterback done and then, man, the game stacks have been absolutely crushing this season. So I don't mind also just setting the game stack, require a running back, wide receiver, tight end from the opposing team. Done. Stack rules, three uniques, 27 and a half point randomness. I think we're good. Is there anything yeah, else that you want to set? I think we're good to start crunching here. Perfect. So. 500 should move quickly. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's moving real quick. I like the uh, just general exposures on the left-hand side. First lineup popping up, Mahomes, Kelsey, bringing back Jerry Judy. Nice. That's a winner. That's a winner. Okay, so we've got a crunch going now. We're almost at 300 lineups. Uh, 500 should fill themselves out pretty quickly. Once this hits 500, what is the first thing that you want to do? What, what's your next step after generating these 500 lineups? So what I'm looking for in the one wide receiver tight end stack is like that absolute stud. So like this one with Kelsey and then the next one has Diggs, um, Devontae Adams with Rodgers. Like those are really the, the one person stacks. Uh, and sometimes Fantasy Country will give you like Rodgers and Marquez Valdez Scantling. That is a lot narrower of a path to victory. If I had MVS, I'd like to stack with two guys uh, instead of one. Okay. So, what I'm that, that's just one criteria I have in the back of my head. But um, what I would do first is sort by projection and delete the bottom projected lineups uh, in the crunch because I think that uh, that will make sure that the randomness doesn't hurt us. So if I sort by projected, actually, I need to rerun this. 
I did not crunch using Osmo projections. I think it's the same thing right now. Like oh, it, it must, like if you upload your own projections, it will, uh, it will use those. But <clears throat> either way, we're running it again. You know, it's okay. quick. 500, 500 lineups, twenty-seven and a half percent randomness. It moves quickly. Yeah. So, like, what you could do it, uh, if you're using this is you you can crunch with my projections, and then you can tweak some of the projections also. And you can see both numbers, like your own projections and my projections. That's a really good idea. You definitely, there's never a problem with having more data. That's for sure. Yeah. Just about up to 500 now. Chat, uh, did you guys get up and over 100 likes? 136. <laughs> Look at you guys. Nice. Fantastic the, work. Boys always win, man. So true. So true. <laughs> the moral of every story. Uh, all right, so now I'm sorting by projection. Is there a, a general cutoff you would be looking for to delete these? So uh, the safe cutoff is 10 points within the highest projected lineup in your crunch. Okay. So if uh, if we're just setting a, a rule uh, that that's really hard, uh, like cutoff, uh, we got the 139 as the top one, so 129 or less I would delete. So here's my next question for you. This might be advanced stats for Fantasy Cruncher. Would you want to simply run your optimal, find out that in this case it's 139.22, and then set an advanced option in the My Data tab to have a minimum of 129 points? So I think... Um... You can do that, but one of the things I would be doing is like based on the correlations you set in your lineup, the cutoff might be different. So you'd want to figure out a different cutoff for each one because the more you correlate, the less projection you need. Okay. If I want to get rid of everything below 129 or below. Right. All right, that one makes the cut. So I'm going to unselect lineups above. And I'm going to delete the 62 lineups that are below that 10% or 10 point cutoff. Nice. Now we have 438 lineups left. That's solid. So, okay. Exposures uh, look good too. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's solid. I think uh, the next step is uh, a little bit tricky, I guess, where we have 438 lineups, but we're only looking for a small fraction of those lineups potentially. Right. Um. So. Maybe I would sort bottom to lowest and projected owner. Oh, we don't have the ownership on here. So uh, that makes it a little tougher. But um, maybe but we I mean, can we just... have ownership. It's just not the most updated ownership. Well, this is the basic fancy cruncher. So we don't have the ownership built in, right? Oh, it's here. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's so always, we can. It's always included. Okay. No matter what. So if we click that gear, we should be able to add ownership. Or I think if you just sort if by I ownership, sort, it'll pop on. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will add. 
okay. remove the uh, eye projection from it so that I don't have too much stuff on the screen. Nice. And then we can go ahead and sort by ownership. I did that just is. update the ownership here. So we got a fresh set of data. Um, it looks did, like it. What did you want to do with the ownership, by the way? Uh, sort by lowest to highest, just because if we find something that's low owned and high projected, that's kind of that sweet spot. Okay. So I am now sorting. These are the low owned lineups. With, uh, this is now sorted. So you want me? Do you want me deleting anything, or are these just the lineups we kind of want to look in this order? Yeah, we're just looking uh, because we're not MMEing or anything. We're just trying to figure out, you know, like what are the builds that we like this week. So um, it's interesting that Aaron Rodgers, uh, his the ownership of the Aaron Rodgers build with Devontae Adams looks like it's uh, pretty favorable. So. That could be a really good way to go this week. I lost everything that I did. <laughs> Sort <laughs> ownership. I tried to add a blank crunch, but it opened a different tab for me, like in the browser itself. Oh, okay. <sighs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Sorting it back over here. So I guess we can sum this up then because we got to turn this one over to uh, Kyle and Matt. At this point, you know, you're looking at lineups that you know are within 10 points of your optimal. You're looking at lineups that you know that are within 10 points of your optimal and relatively low owned. Uh, is there any sort of distinction you would use based on the size of the contest? I think that could be the, the way that we finish this off. Um, whether you're seeing, are, are you looking for a little bit more ownership in a smaller field contest? Are you not really paying attention to it all that much? What is your thought process with regards to ownership and the contest size that you have? So I think the the bigger the field, the uh, farther you can sacrifice in projection for getting a really unique lineup. So you should definitely factor in the size of the field into whatever criteria you're using to to pick your lineups here. Um, so uh, if I was entering a higher stakes higher or smaller field tournament i might delete more of the lower projected lineups because we only de deleted about 62 so i might increase that number i have a pool of higher projected lineups and then try to pick the lowest on uh, from that all righty is there anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here oh just uh thanks everyone for for supporting the show uh if you're not already subscribed uh of course hit the subscribe button and uh Thanks, Fantasy Cruncher. I mean, like, I uh, can never miss an opportunity for that because uh, all their tools really help me as an MME player really uh, tackle these slates. That'll do it, guys. Thank you from me. Obviously, you got the thank you already from Alex. Tune in to Matt and Kyle giving you the fantasy start sit advice immediately <laughs> after this. Best of luck this weekend. Best of luck to the boss man. Thunderdome's coming up. Going to be a big one. We'll, we can touch on that next week after you'll have a few in the books. But thank you guys. Like, subscribe, notification bell. You guys know what to do. We appreciate having you. Best of luck, and we are out of here.